Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Like a Day School podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today, we have Ben. I'm naked. Yes, you are. Not. We have Vinny. Well, I'm not wearing pants. We have a speechless Vinny. You know what? That makes you at least half naked. Yeah. Half naked. I mean, he did almost take his shirt off, but... Speaking of uh, taking his shirts off, we also have Patrick. Everybody take their shirts off, Patrick. Not at all, man. Oh no, Ben's taking his shirt off. Oh no. I don't want to take my shirt off. Only because... I don't want to take the shirt off. He fucking smacked his right. mic. Holy shit. I'm sticking to the bit. Alright, alright. I, I wish I had the balls to fall you Somebody with has to. Yeah. That's fine. That's that's your your romance for doing it. Patrick. Also, I I've I, I okay. I, I have to be honest. I've legitimately wanted an excuse to do that for the past five minutes. It's hot as balls in my room right now. Fair enough. Yeah, you're, stick to uh, the skit of an audio thing where you're showing video. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that. Also, Ben, um, that fan, the desk. If you put it on low, it's actually like very easy to remove it with white noise it doesn't show up very much so if you do need your oh, fan thank on god. Thanks <laughs> yeah, just don't put it make sure it's not hitting your microphone because that the, the the wind hitting it I can't remove but like white noise can be removed easy with that on low I've done it oh my yeah. god you're not miserable anymore I think it's working good mm-hmm. I mean I have to remove my computer fan from sometimes and that's easily yeah. okay we're doing it this week and if it doesn't sound good I'm not doing it again I'll let you know it should be good though Patrick, your laptop fan randomly will kick on like in the middle of editing, and I'll hear it just. Yeah, it does that because and unlike I... you, I can't afford a desktop. Oh, I mean, I mean, you could afford it. It's just you don't have room for no it. Room. You can't. You don't have the space to allow for it. But, I mean, my, my so desktop. So when are you moving down sounds, into but... Texas with Jordan? Uh, first off, he needs to get a job. Yeah, I just sit around at my house all day. I don't do anything. You sleep all day. You sleep, sleep all day. Yeah, I, sleep, I sleep all day, and then when I wake up, I just go play on my computer the rest of the day. Yeah, you're almost as completely worthless as uh, someone's sibling here. Yeah. yeah. I'm almost as worthless. My sister... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. Wow. She Look, she's like 16 and more successful than I ever was, even today. So, hey... No, more power good for her. No, 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 man. Congratulations to Ben's sister for being more successful than Ben. Um, before we jump into the topics, I would just like to call out, right before we started recording, this is our 39th episode of the podcast, and that means we're very, you know, we're almost to a year. We're over halfway there. Now I'm going to cancel that right before the year. When it comes to 51 episodes, we'll just be like, all right, guys, the, the podcast is disbanded. We no longer agree on the topics. Patrick want to talk about Waluigi. Ben want to talk about Wario. Vinny just didn't want to talk about anything. And, and, and poor old Jordan, he just Vinny he just came sat out there. of the closet. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> no, no the, the joke is Vinny's door is broken for his closet. So he figured out a way to come out of the closet without a door. You know, I like how you all keep turning your cameras on, even though this is an audio bit. <laughs> because we like to see each other. We get something out of the reactions, and then it adds to the audio. Yeah. Yeah, I we could laugh do so. at each other. That's not actually the reason why. I don't know why the fuck we do this. 
I thought that was a reason. It makes it funnier for us. We see each other's reactions to shit. It's because we usually have it on when we're talking normally, so there's no reason to not I, have it on now. I just have the simple reaction of always you my just icon. Go, huh. You just go, huh. Behind your icon, you just go, huh, and smirk. Yeah. And, pro- and you probably huh. roll your eyes a lot, and just too. goes, huh, like a Minecraft village. Hey, did you know you can get iron if you use a stone pickaxe? I did not know that, no. I've been playing the game for 10 years, and I had no idea that you could Shit. use a stone pickaxe to get iron ore. Well... Let's go ahead and jump into the topics then. So Jordan, what do you have for us today? Well, as it turns out, some people are upset that there uh, are probably going to be microtransactions in Halo Infinite. I'm more than upset. Um, Keep going. I've I've I'm seen the backlash on Twitter. I am upset. Yeah. So I've seen the backlash on Twitter. Uh, some people that I know, some friends on there that that have you know seen both sides, but still think that it's really dumb to add microtransactions because it's unnecessary. And it, it, why? Why is there a need to? Why do you have to drain your your customer base for every last penny they have? Why can't you? Why can't it be a bit simpler and just make a game and and not have to pay to win despite how much i fucking hate this i can give one argument as to why only one argument because they know that most people are going to pick this up on microsoft game pass and they will not buy it for the full 60 dollars. that is a very good okay all right that to be the one thing to justify it that is a very strong thing to justify it with i will give you that like that means they won't have paid for the game pretty much. Still paying so. for the game pass. Now, one thing to clarify, though, is that it, it will not have loot boxes. It, it's just going to be microtransactions where you can do the whole, it's presumably the whole pay-to-win type thing, but there won't be loot boxes and gambling. Honestly, if it's microtransactions but not loot boxes, I don't think it'll be pay-to-win. I specifically think it will be shit like an overwatch where you're paying for like how an overwatch you can pay for skins i think mm-hmm. with this um have you played previous halo games multiplayer at all i played halo 4 multiplayer i think back in the day you know how you could customize your armor and stuff mm-hmm. i think that's what it's going to be because the armor customizations don't actually like like they're just cosmetics i right. think it's actually just going to wind up being cosmetic stuff i mean there's a chance that could be the case but yeah, to uh, to quote the article here, um, there was a flash of unhappiness earlier this week with the GameStop when whatever noticed a uh, job listing for online experience design director at Halo Studio 343 Industries. According to the description, uh, the successful applicant will oversee and provide vision for multiple facets of design and its implement- implementation in the upcoming Halo Infinite. Uh, the listing also states that uh, there will be microtransactions. We don't know much about Halo Infinite at this point, except that it's been confirmed for PC343 isn't publicly at least interested in the Battle Royale mode. But the mention of microtransactions didn't go over especially well with the number of Halo fans, of course, you know, like we just talked about. They Everyone got really upset about it. Um, 
so yeah, I th- I think I, I I think it's just dumb to have to have microtransactions in every game. If it is something for skins, whatever. But there's probably still going to be more than that. I'm sure you can, you know, buy weapons and type of shit as well. Like buy better gear or something like that. That will I don't, improve your, your online performance. I don't think they will. What you're saying is common. Is Well, I mean, it is common. But I, like, I, just, I don't see that in Halo. Specifically for the reason that all the weapons that you get to use in multiplayer, unless they change the way multiplayer works drastically, are all weapons that you wind up encountering in the story mode in some way, shape, or form. I don't think they're going to make it pay to win in any way shape or form i honestly primarily think it's going to be customizable armor i think it's going to be weapon skins and shit like that now am i happy about it no i think it's fucking stupid i think it's stupid that microsoft are going to put microtransactions in halo and stray from the norm when uh, i mean unless they offer another way to unlock it like i just don't i don't know i mean i, I guess we'll see I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we have to see how this plays out. I mean, right now, this is just looking for someone to help work on this shit. You know, it's not necessarily they announced that there's going to be microtransactions. It's just they're looking for someone to help design the system for it. That's not the only thing that they're asking them to do. It's somebody that's also going to be helping with player progression, uh, social engagement features, but microtransactions are just included in that. So for all we know, they're having somebody come in and work on a microtransaction system that they could potentially scrap. Now, I don't think they're going to scrap it because the creative director left. All right, so we have to take a stop here for a second. Why? This Wasn't this recent news? Wasn't this something yeah. big that just happened? I saw people talking about it. Why is this why? article from 2018? And why is a tweet linked with it from 2018? Why is this a year old? What the fuck? This this is news that just came out. We're hold, not, we're hold not on, to read this whole hold topic. On, hold on. I hold I think on. I grabbed the wrong thing. So something came up again this year in which they were hiring for a live design lead. So everybody already knew that there was going to be microtransactions. But it's coming up again like it's some brand new thing unless they went further with it than what they were originally intending. And that's what caused the creative director to leave. All right, so with this topic here, uh, there's actually a lot of confusion we just realized. So I wanted to talk about this because I saw a sudden, you know, surge of it on Twitter. Like, you know, people shitting all over it. I see what it is. Basically, I'm stupid and didn't pay attention to the article because I assumed this was recent news because of Twitter's outlash against it out out of nowhere to year old information. And it was, but it wasn't. So in the the this, we were looking at other articles. Patrick linked one, and it linked to this, which is two weeks old, which is a new um, job ad for the same position that was talked about in the one that Ben linked, which had the um, the live design lead. Yeah, that that had so want to do with the deliver a AAA. You know, including the experience, which includes that's why they're renewed. So not that's not the only reason, though. But the creative director also left a week ago. 
Right. And so that um... coming up with this job posting is what caused the recent uproar, despite the fact that they were already planning on microtransactions, and despite the fact that Halo 5 apparently had microtransactions in the multiplayer that I didn't play. I didn't know that. So I, I, will, I will accept my ignorance on that. Other people had to have gotten confused over this, too, like looking into it, right? I, probably. I feel like we can't be the only one. Maybe. I'm sure probably people that reported it last, or talked about it last year, in journalistic circles, probably got confused because they probably were like, "We already Wait, knew we this. talked about this." Yeah. So, I okay. Well, yeah, this is old news, but it resurged because of recent goings on. <laughs> yeah. And here I was thinking this is all big news, but people were talking about it like it was like. I mean, it's big, big enough news. to get. People talking about stuff we've known for about a year. But 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 specifically the trans microtransactions. I just saw people talking about it like they just now are finding out, which I'm sure a lot of people were. But it's like, if, if it's a year old, I mean, nobody likes microtransactions in games. Well, shit. Shout out to Patrick for grabbing a link that linked to the right thing. Because otherwise, we probably would have been lost for a few more minutes trying to figure this out. I just assumed it was a typo for the. Uh, for the, the uh, what do you call it? For the date on my article that I found. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I feel I feel dumb now. Um. So then, uh, yeah, we're 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 done with that. We already know microtransactions <laughs> coming, but it's changed a little bit. The lead uh, director has left, and um, the position has now changed titles, and the old but, listing, old job listing, has been delisted. But. Let's not talk, or not stop talking about exchanging money for things, because Sony bought Insomniac Games. I'm proud of you, that was a good transition. Which, I mean, to be honest, like, most people aren't surprised by this. If you've seen right. Insomniac's output over the past, like, 20 years or so, the majority of their output has been Sony-published playstation exclusive titles there's not been that many titles that they put out on other platforms there's like been song of the deep um sunset overdrive which was an xbox exclusive um, song of the deep is a good game it's my favorite i think there was game. another game but they, they've primarily been a sony developer ratchet and clank spider-man resistance originally Spyro. the spyro games were exclusive they made a handful of mobile games too it looks like Nobody counts those as real, Vinny. Well, it's important enough to people to put on fucking Wikipedia on their list of games. Wow, there are a lot more Ratchet and Clank games than I thought. There's a lot there of Ratchet and Clank games. There is a metric fuck ton. They're, they're, they're good games, though. I don't know about all of them, but the main series is pretty good. One, two, three... I actually can't vouch for that. I've only played the first game. Five, <laughs> I assume they're better than the they first They all play game. the same, Eight, nine, yeah. from what I've seen, at least. Ten, Eleven. Eleven? From what I'm seeing? There's yeah. probably more than that. Patrick, are you here? Yeah. You ain't been adding in anything, really. Well, I couldn't really add anything to Halo, because I only played Halo for multiplayer. <laughs> Right. That's only with other people because I don't play that game by myself because I never had an Xbox. I was always, I was always tired. Xbox was always the inferior console. 
I will say, when it comes down to it, technically, the only Xbox system that was actually superior, never got any of the best versions of the games, was the original Xbox. The 360 was mostly a multi-plat system, and didn't have many exclusives, and we all know how the Xbox One is going. <laughs> yeah. As much as I love it. Even what was Xbox One exclusives are a lot of them are now on PC. Not yeah. even just a lot of them. Like they're all on PC now, <laughs> and they're all going to PC. They're all going to Game Pass for PC. <laughs> Microsoft doesn't care anymore. Yeah, I don't blame them. I, I never mean, really use my PC Xbox is objectively one better than the Xbox, so. <laughs> They've built a brand in which only one of the systems was ever successful. The original Xbox was a critical failure, so much so that they had to put out the Xbox 360 in 2005, just so they could avoid paying NVIDIA a shitload of money for building the Xbox. And wow. the Xbox One just... It kind of took off here. Nowhere else. The Xbox One did yeah. decent here. It received probably some of the biggest backlash I've ever seen in about gaming console in recent history. At launch, yeah, even before launch, it was it was before launch. Yeah, before launch, they had these things about it. Everyone was like, there was a big movement of anti Xbox Ones, like don't buy this, don't buy this, this is stupid because because I think the originally like when they first announced stuff, they're like, oh, you always have to be connected online to do your stuff, and if you're not connected in a certain amount of time, something happens with your account that's bad. I can't remember. Yeah, so they were games were going to have DRM. Mm -hmm. When you installed it to your console, it was locked to your console. You would not be allowed to resell the games. I remember that. Or anything. It would be locked to your system. You wouldn't need the disc or anything. It'd be installed, and you could never sell that disc or use that disc anywhere else again. Yeah, that was another big thing about it. There's a lot of bad things about it. And didn't they originally like, want it to have the connect on at all times for the one? For the Xbox One? Yeah. Yeah, I, they packaged yeah. it with the connect. You could only get an Xbox One with a connect, which is why it was five hundred dollars on launch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. God, it was five hundred dollars on launch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yes. of the connect. Oh my god. And then they realized, oh, I don't think people want this, so they got rid of it and lowered the price. So later that day, Sony comes out, and what do they do? Well, here's something we have that Microsoft doesn't have, and they did a little video where the president of Sony, or uh, Sony Computer Entertainment, <laughs> or PlayStation, or whatever, hands a game to another guy and says, here, Thanks. you can borrow this. <laughs> Thanks. And it's like, you can play used games. And everybody went crazy, and then they announced the price. It's four ninety nine. It was the opposite of PlayStation 3 review. <laughs> yeah, essentially. God, were those consoles really that damn much on launch? Mm -hmm. Fuck, why don't I remember that? Because you didn't because I'm pretty sure you didn't care because you probably, like, you heard a new console, you just completely wiped it. It's like, I don't want to even hear the price. I don't want to hear the price. I don't want to hear it. It's that gonna sounds a lot upset. like you. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. But, I mean, uh, let, like, let's be real. It could have been so much worse. It could have been 600 bucks like the PS3 was. Yeah, that was, that was fucking ridiculous. PS3 $600 grills, mind you. <laughs> PS3 at launch was a fucking mess. Didn't it run yeah. Linux at one point? 
Yes, uh, you yes. can install Linux to the PS3. There and wound up being OS. a lawsuit about it once they got rid of it or because something like that. Hacking. And which they started giving people 10 bucks because Sony lost the lawsuit. Yeah. Now, the hacking lawsuit that Jordan just brought up was a different lawsuit, and they actually... The guy actually got charged with a crime for hacking the PS3. Oh, when the when the server went down for maintenance or whatever, or was that something? Not else? that. Not okay. That. God, the PS3 had a lot of fucking issues. Um, if you look up GeoHot on Wikipedia, so the the GeoHot thing happened in two thousand nine. He finally successfully hacked it in twenty ten. The PlayStation network outage was twenty eleven. But he was, like, jailbreaking PS3s, and he did that in, like, 2009 and 2010. And the system outage was unrelated to that and happened in 2011. The PS3 was a fucking mess. More than I thought. <laughs> it, it actually was a big, big mess for almost all of its lifespan. And somehow, at the end of the day, it wound up selling the same amount as the Xbox 360. It had a very, very, very rough rock Fucking launch, brand launch, recognition, launch. man. It's that strong. It had a bad five years. Yeah. It or was... six, if you can't. No, six years, because 2011 was not a good year either, obviously. Right. As we can tell from the conversation we're having. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah it, even three, the 360 wasn't uh, perfect either, because uh, um, mm-hmm. early white versions of the 360, um, they kind of had a problem. Well, I think well, every 360 is capable of red ring of death. Right, but yeah, the, but it was like very, it was a really, really guess, like a, a stupid high chance of it red ring on the really original ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that part is true. Most most PS3 of the original had Xbox that issue 360s. as well, though. PS3 did, but not on the same scale as the Xbox 360. The fat Xbox 360s, the original models, had a v- had a very bad time. The hardware was just everything was designed poorly toward overheated, and it would just red ring after like not even a year of really using it or so um every one of those xboxes was you know speculated to at some point red ring and so at some point they had to they shelled out the money to replace those consoles and fix them and they lost a lot of money doing that but it fixed their public image by doing so this is uh that's some of the stuff's the reason why i never i always refuse to buy consoles at launch it's a smart idea because there always winds up being issues. I mean, how look at the Nintendo Switch with the Joy-Con. Yeah, that left. the Switch. Uh, not only was it like hard to find or sold out, there was like a lot of issues with it as well. Like, no console's perfect at launch. Give it a like a year or two before you get it. Because hell, even if we waited for the Switch now, it has a better battery life with this new version coming out, which is nice because the battery life in the original Switch kind of sucks. <laughs> Yeah, and to be fair, if you bought a Switch model after, uh, I think it's June of this year, you get a free replacement with the newer console. Yeah. Like, they're replacing the, the... If you bought it after June, they're replacing... If it's an old model, they replace it with the newer one with the better battery life. Which is nice. Plus, the Joy-Cons are, are really bad at the launch. Now, real quick. Now, the whole dashboard thing. You want to know where that came from? Hmm. They showed Bill Gates the xbox soft mods with the xbme or the xbmc yeah xbmc xbox media center and he saw that they asked him do you want to take legal action he said no let's make this but for the 360 (laughs) something like that what is this 
That's the, That's Bill the Gates quote thing. about the Bill Gates thing. A little over a year ago, one of the people my group modded an Xbox, installed Avalanche, and put all sorts of Xbox mod scene apps on the box, like XBMC, RSS readers, etc., along with some backup games. He brought this box along to a meeting with Bill Gates. Bill saw a demo of this, was quite impressed, and asked something along the lines of, how can we engage this community? Instead of saying something like, how can we squash this? It's been long on the back of everyone's minds in the Xbox group. How can we get students and hobbyists involved without disrupting the console business model? The good news is that it's still on the radar. We'll see what happens in the future. Quote from somewhere. I don't know because Ben grabbed it. (laughs) It's from like 2006. But yeah, the uh, older consoles had a rough time. Had a rough time of it now. What I don't understand is how did we get on the topic of older consoles so heavily when we were originally talking about Insomniac buying Spider-Man? Or Insomniac buying, Sony buying Insomniac, which the makers of Spider-Man. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. <laughs> I know how this all spiraled down, actually, like key for key. Basically, what happened was we were talking about Insomnia games and how you said, oh, that's usually made for PlayStation. And I believe when Spiral with that and they're like, yeah, it was mainly on PlayStation, never really released for anything else. Then some, then we brought up Xboxes and Sony games. But Sunset Overdrive, the Sony game, or yeah, the Sony game was made for Xbox. It was mediocre. And we're somehow just spiraled off to like, oh, Xbox, blah, 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 and didn't really get much of this stuff. Doesn't really have much things because all their games is on here. Then we went back a little bit to the beginning of that. Then we back to the beginning of the PlayStation 3. And we just went back and back and derailed. I mean, it's 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 all good though. It's a podcast. It's what we're supposed to do, I guess. I will say that in the end, that I wish that the Spyro series was never sold to Activision, because once because the last game in Insomnia Games worked on Spyro was the third one, the Year of the Dragon, which was the year two thousand. Because when they released the Game Boy Advance, the uh, Season of the Ice, the Developer was Digital Eclipse, was but it was published by Universal along with Season of the Flame for Game Boy Advance. And then when they made Enter the Dragonfly, it was developed by Check Six Studios, Enix Digital Entertainment, and it was published by Universal. And it got panned critically for its uh, terrible controls, short how short the game is, and just how lackluster and empty it was compared to the original trilogy because... If it's basically an unfinished game, is what it is. Because there's a way you can glitch and headbutt into like a certain part of the main hub. And if you do it like at the right angle or whatnot, you actually fall through this giant tube. And just immediately go to the final boss within the first five minutes of the game. And which one is this again? Uh, this is the Spyro 4 Enter the Dragonfly. The, wow. The first Spyro game not made by Insomnia Games. And it was a really big mess. People say it's like playing an unfinished game really wow but is it worse than sonic 06 not that scale but it's just it's critically panned and it's just there's like really bad there's like glitches bugs the frame rate's bad the load times are terrible it's just basically what an unfinished game looks like at like probably halfway there overall uh insomnia games make some good stuff not perfect they make good stuff they made yeah. one of the best trilogies of all time. I should play that Spider-Man game since I got it. Okay, I you do it should. It's you. so good. It's so before, good. Before I play it, I need, to, I need to complete all the Spyro games. But You need like, like, and you, I, the you thing still is, need I'm to play Odyssey, to play, too. Yeah, I do. Well, that that one, I can. I know I can do it anytime. 
with Spyro, I'm trying to do it when we're able to Discord, but it's like, for whatever reason, it, I mean, we've been playing more Monster GTA lately. We've been but playing like, a lot of GTA. I want to play it when Don't play Destiny 2 tonight then and play Spyro. I don't think I'm playing Destiny 2 tonight because... What? I, I didn't have the game installed. I'm, I'm going to download it and it's only halfway done. Only <coughs> 44 gigs left. Oh, I thought you were saying like Marino flaked on you or something like that. That is also no. a going to go put in some quality time in Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, he already finished Red Dead. No, he's already done with Red Dead. All right. Well, oh, that's let's... something we need to talk about. What? Soon. What? We'll get to it later. Huh? October Red... podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I brought it up before. Uh, we'll just skip to that later, but. Yeah. Okay, well, back on track here. Um. Yeah. Sony bought Insomniac, and Insomniac is a good game developer. Good games, good games. Next, Vinny. <laughs> uh, Damn anti-vaxxers. Possibly. Uh, this has to fucking be it. I mean, probably. So, y- you guys know Evo, right? Of yeah, course. Big fighting. It's one of the I biggest. I follow the best friends. It's impossible not to know about Evo. <laughs> Thanks, Wooly. So, or Castle Super Beast. There was an attendee that is confirmed to have measles. And that means that it could have come in contact, or people, people there could have come in contact with it. And that's. And be spreading it around. Yeah. And that's now, not good. I, I would like to add to this um, a couple few weeks ago. I I don't know, you know, take it with a grain of salt because it's the news, but the news was making a big deal about how there's a sudden measles outbreak in several places in in the U.S. And I vaguely hear honestly, I vaguely remember hearing about that. I I honestly like the measles was almost gone. Like the measles was almost it was almost an extinct thing. Yeah, but because of the recent you know trends of. You know, not even saying this ironically or jokingly, people not wanting to vaccinate their children, that's kind of resurging. Yeah. There is a measles cult in fucking New York. Excuse me? sorry, what? It's just a group of people. It's not really a measles cult, but it's like a group of people that are anti-vaxxers that just exposed each other to measles or some shit Jesus from what I remember I mean, okay well some the same thing still applies these idiotic oh, New people New York eliminates religious exemptions for vaccinations New York where measles were spread in ultra orthodox Jewish communities <sighs> joins California and handful of other states in revoking religious exemptions and I mean like it is so much more complicated than just anti-vaxxers right because you've got the anti-vaxxers that Oh, well, they'll give autism to my children who probably already have autism that has gone out undiagnosed so far. Or the shot that you're talking about that gave your child autism, they were so young that you weren't able to see their, their tra- the traits of it yet. They weren't developed enough in life yet for you to have even yeah. been able to... I mean, even with even with uh, my brother, um, he was first... The first time that it became a thing or a possibility, he was like really young and the um the neurologist said, Bring him back in a few years after he's a little older we'll actually be able to tell. So a lot of the time I'm sure 
that these people that are claiming this, their kids probably already had it. I'm sure they are. It's just people want to blame issues on the man and and being overdramatic and not being told what to do. But but not only that, but then like you go back to what I was just saying about the Orthodox Jewish communities or whatever, and you have people like Christian scientists that don't believe in doctors at all and believe in only prayer instead of vaccination. Is that a, is that an actual out. term, Christian scientist? And yes. They, they don't they they're the opposite of science, like they believe in only prayer and no medicine. Look up James Hetfield's childhood. I mean I, I know a about, lot that. about it from there. I know I know about that. It makes no sense. I didn't know that was an actual term, Christian scientists. Yes, if actually, if if I were to go down the street, there's a Church of Christian Science on on one of the streets here. I don't think I I, I think I can actually say I've never seen one of those churches here, and I have a lot of churches around every corner. <laughs> and this is it's just dumb. Like, okay, the chickenpox vaccine, right? That didn't come out until 1995 in the U.S., surprisingly, all right? That was the year I was born, and I was I was born, you know, not normal. I was born at home with a midwife. You know, my mom had me at home with a midwife. I was the only kid out of all eight that she had that she had at home. The rest she had in the hospital. I still wound up going through everything and getting all the vaccines, including chicken pox and measles and all that crap. And so did all the rest of her kids, and whatever vaccinations were available, she, my mother, got for them. My parents knew, made sure we got, made sure to follow up and get all the boosters and everything, because the the, the objective with, with these vaccines is to get rid of these, these diseases that we don't need to be dealing with. I'm surprised we don't have a giant surge of chickenpox going around everywhere. I'm, I mean, chickenpox is still relevant That's because... That's going to be the next one. Watch it. Chickenpox is 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 still relevant more so than measles, I think, because the the vaccine didn't come out until ninety five, and it came out later in life. But people could still get that or get the shingles vaccine because shingle you get shingles if you had chickenpox. You get shingles when you're older if you had chickenpox when you're younger because the bacteria stays in your body and eventually mutates into that. My older sister um, got chickenpox when she was young because the vaccine wasn't out back then. And she actually went through some traumatic stress and it triggered her to get shingles and it like made her basically bedridden for two months. Like it, it was terrible pain that she had to deal with from shingles. And that's why you see all those commercials to get your shingles vaccines. The the moral of the story is we're, we're talking about measles here. We have a vaccine for this. Stop not vaccinating your your kids. I'm sorry to get political with this, but it's not stop. political. They, like, okay, this is a situation that I don't know how it got political because, like, it's a matter of like literally life and death with some with some diseases. Yeah, but it, and if okay. you're a shitty enough parent not to get your kid a vaccine, sorry, you shouldn't have fucking kids. Yeah, I'm not one to like sit here and preach about like how you should raise your children. But that's a situation where you're willfully neglecting what is better for them. No, because in their minds, in their opinion, they're doing what's best for their child by not giving them the vaccination. But their opinion is factually wrong. That's just what you say and the man says. 
The man ain't gonna tell me what to do. Becky Lynch didn't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Wrestler lady. Her her gimmick is the man. It's a wrestler. Her gimmick is that she's the man. grief. But yeah, not getting vaccinations for your children is... It's the most unintelligent trend that we've had in recent times absolutely there's there's immaturity in a lot of ways you know a lot of this a lot of these this generation are of of adults and of of children as well are immature in a lot of ways and and rebelling against their their the prior the prior generation's ways and and a lot of stupid shit stems from that i know it's not like specifically ours but like Oh, no, actually, it's partly ours because we're we're fucking in our twenties, and these are parents in their twenties not getting their kids vaccinations. No, it's not those parents. It's people from our parents' generations that are doing it. I thought it was like younger folk no. as well, like younger it's newer our generation parents. that are calling them stupid for not like not everybody in our parents' generation are doing it. It's a very select few amount of people. It's mm-hmm. not like as widespread. Right. As right. it's made out to be, but we see it more often because it's up on the internet. Of course, whatnot, yeah, right? yeah, obvious. But it's mostly like conservatives that are around like our parents' ages and whatnot, like ultra conservatives that are like super conspiratorial and shit like that. Not I like, thought it say, was the younger folk. Even if no. it's not as big as the internet makes it seem, it's, it's still big enough to be a cause for concern. It, it, yeah, like our generation are the ones that are like, if you're not getting your kids vaccines, because like, we we were like the generation that would have to grow up with that, mm-hmm. because not not all of us. Like I mean, like my parents course, got me to get my flu reasons. shots, and like the, my dad took me to get like the swine flu vaccine and stuff like that, just to make sure that you know me and my sister getting it sick with and stuff like that. Right. I mean, I, I'm sure it's some people in our our generation, but it's definitely. At, regardless, it's mostly people our doing generation it. mocking it, and it's just a lot of in, unintelligent, fucking stupid people. Immature. The the same basis still applies. Immaturity is leading to these things. Unintelligence is leading to these decisions. It's a frustrating thing. As well, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It is pure idiocy. Well, anyways, moving on from this this hot topic here, uh, no relation to the store. So after Ben has um has ruined our discord server chat thing with I his had to links see it too uh, it, it, i didn't i just saw the, the 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 title and that was it patrick you have something much better to distract us from this yeah like the new dragon ball z kakarot game where they they have apparently confirmed they'll be up to cell saga at least so that's cool that wasn't too much for goku's but he did quite a bit in there so that's which at least you'll be able, hopefully, be able to play as. Uh, I think it says in the article you'll be able to play as Gohan, which uh, you know on the team is the best one of all his characters. But you know, not only will it cover the Cell Saga, it also have film material, including uh, a fan favorite episode of the Driving, which will be the first time they've shown anything like that in a video game form, like the Driving episode where Piccolo and Goku had to learn to drive because Chi Chi was bitching at Goku to do it. And then Piccolo's just there just for the hell of it. <laughs> it's a yeah. great episode. It's so good. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I completely forgot why Piccolo had to be there. That's the one thing I'm trying to remember that I can't. 
Because it's been like way too long. I know he was long. training with Goku and Gohan. I don't know why Piccolo decided to go with Goku. He had actually no reason to. Yeah, I'm, pr I'm pretty sure he just had no reason to drive. He just did it. And then uh, they they started driving on walls. They just started scaring their instructors, and it was great. Funny. Look, just like Team Four Stars, you know, depicted it. You want to go drive some cars? Bitchin'. <laughs> Bitchin'. <laughs> they did it. They drove some cars. So, yeah, I got to the point. So, showed off, uh, you know, footage that they have apparently released so far for the game. They have, uh, where there's a iconic fight with Frieza, and when he becomes Super Saiyan, the first time Namek, and then blah, blah, blah. And latest issue of Jump Magazine published. That's confirmed the game will stretch at least to the Cell Saga, where Kid Gohan and a few trunks will be playable characters. And the androids will feature the original episodes of both Gohan and Sixteen, who play a pivotal part in the saga, which Sixteen is a very unsung hero in that uh, in that uh, saga. Sixteen he's basically was a big, big character. He's a very big key reason to how that saga ended the way it did. Yeah, I think everybody knows. <laughs> Gohan, let your dreams be dreams. No, do it. Just do it. No. Poop. Poop <laughs> in the front I don't know about yard. that. I don't know about that. Wow. Grow the fuck just, up. We're, 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 we're triggering Patrick. Or some horse shit now. I don't even. even <laughs> Did they even get to that far yet? Last time uh, I remember, Jordan showed me it was Gohan that first went up to sell. Wait, like a who? minute. Did who get that far? So they did actually get that far? Who? who? Team Four Star. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they finished already the finished the season. Yeah, they've been oh. with that for a while. <laughs> yeah, they finished the Cell Saga. Yeah. A little while. Uh, those you don't know, viewers, I hardly watch that. Um, December. So yeah, the only thing that's left after a cell would just be like the Boo Saga, because by the looks of it, I don't think they're gonna Holy throw in like any shit. special no, fillers GT. like uh, GT. whatever. GT. GT is not canon. GT is not canon. GT. GT. Okay, Listen, super, I love GT. Super. Super. Okay. But super what's interesting about this new thing is they're introducing a new character. That was apparently a sixth member of the Ginyu Force, and is a female from the same planet as Jace. Because uh, the game will include a new character, a former member of the Ginyu Force series, a creator Akira Toriyama said that the game will feature a new, previously untold side stories, and it sounds like this will be one of them. The new character name is Banyo, who is from the same planet as Jace, other another member of the Ginyu Force. She's a rare woman in the DZ universe of fighters who apparently left the Ginyu Force because she didn't care for their poses, and the game will be. <laughs> Apparently released in 2020. Okay, that's cool. So they're, they're making some original characters. That's that's nice. I love it. You know what this is reminding me of right now? Hmm. It's like a new next-gen version of the Legacy of Goku games. That's what I was you thinking. You know what? That, yeah. Yeah. Except to actually play very, actually play like fun. Yeah. Did you just say the Legacy of Goku games didn't play well? They're hard to grasp, kind of. I mean, it's, it's Game Boy. It's Game Oof. Boy Dragon Ball RPGs. That's, yeah, it's that's Game all. Boy Fan Solo. It's a just, Game Boy. DBZ Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> but what Patrick means is this will be a 3D fighting game more so than that, and it, that's nah, what's more it's fun. An RPG. Well, I mean, it's an RPG, but the fighting is going to be in a well, you know, different be an action landscape. RPG. Plus, it would be more, uh, it'll stick more to the series instead of having Goku learn solar flare from some goddamn old man in a cave. 
Okay, you know what that? Didn't he just steal it from Tien? He, he learned he it from, from Tien. T- he he stole it from Tension Han. Except it never happened. Tien, for in those Z. of us who speak English. Yeah, that Fuck happened. You. In... I read the manga first. Okay, each well, I read. Fuck off. Okay, because it, it happened like kind of. I want to say latest Dragon Ball. Yes, he... it was the. I want to say. Oh my god! Fuck. When did he use it against Piccolo Junior? Maybe because I know it was like late Dragon Ball is when he like had the solar flare. Because he never he never used it or even mentioned it in Z. And yet the legacy of Goku says he learned it for some goddamn old man in a cave, which is horseshit. And then you know, most of the game you're just being on like wild animals, which is <laughs> just no. <laughs> don't do that. Depending on how the game looks, I'm most likely going to try buying it day one. Because usually if a Dragon Ball game comes out on like PlayStation or whatever, I usually try buying that stuff day one. It's just the one thing I really want to buy is that Dragon Ball Hero game for Switch, which I still need to buy really badly. But yeah, I'm excited for this game. I want it. It's uh, looking good. I like that they have a uh, side stuff that I've never before seen. Like, like just mm, taking little filler episodes. If it's true that they take some filler stuff, it'll be nice. Yeah, I mean, I think it was one of the first few games to really actually cover filler stuff, like in detail somewhat. Yeah, because yeah. like I said, this is the first time in any video game form that they're going to have uh, the driving thing as a minigame or presented yeah. at all. Plus a new character from uh, Banyo of uh, planet, the same planet from Jace is from. It'll be interesting to know what, to have them say the name of the planet. Sounds like cool. Yeah. There's, there's only one thing that I hope for out of this. I know they're having filler in it, but there's one piece of filler that they need to remove. Let Garlic Jr. die. Don't bring him up in Please. this game at all. That That's something I will definitely agree with you on. I love the series. I do really do. I think it's a fantastic series. Probably one of my favorite animes of all time. But I can say with confidence that the Garlic Jr. is probably some of the worst filler of any anime that is out there. I don't know. Have you seen some of Naruto's filler? Uh, no, I don't watch Naruto. Naruto's but... filler is pretty fucking bad. <laughs> Most of Naruto, like more of there was filler after the manga ended. There is more filler in Naruto than there is canon material. I don't know if Boruto kept that, <laughs> but Naruto is really bad. Yeah, I will still say that Garlic Junior is probably one of the worst filler stuff ever. I yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Because I did not like Garlic Jr. as a villain when he was just, when he just had, I believe when he just had his movie about him, The Dead Zone, I was like, whatever, a movie, I can deal with that. He's that, there mov- for like- that movie was actually pretty good, especially the ocean dub. That movie was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was taller, Garlic because it's like, Jr. was was shitty Piccolo. <laughs> essentially. More or less. He's, he's midget Piccolo. <laughs> Basically. Because at least he with was. that, he's only there for like, an hour at most. He's like, okay, he'll be gone. We don't see him again. But then they dragged it out in the series, and it's just like, did oh, they this ever is explain so how he got out of the dead zone? I want to say I probably like heard it somewhere. Like he somehow escaped, but I don't really give a shit to look it up because that's how much I don't Something care about garlic. About Jr. the Macchio Star, I escaped from the dead zone. Oh, oh, bitch! I'm already on the day. Dragon Ball wiki, so I may as well type it in. Yep, yep, it was the Macchio Star. Okay. Oh, the sacred mist water to change people. 
Stop Look, this. I will maintain that the best part about that saga is Krillin's girlfriend, who looks like yes. Bulma, but is hotter than Bulma. Yes. <laughs> I'll never understand that. And then she's and then never brought up ever again. He, he dated her because she looked like Bulma. <laughs> and she turned out to be and then she turned out to be a, a double agent that was, you know, exposing him for his insurance fraud. And <laughs> That's he won four stars, son. That ain't canon. <laughs> Same difference. It was never canon to begin with. It's a filler saga. Oh damn, Vinny. I'm gonna make Toriyama maker canon. <laughs> no. That's the only thing that should be canon from what that was awful, awful part of the series. Do oh, what? Marin. That's that should right. be the only, that should be the only thing that's canon. Her name was Marin, in that's which Krillin eventually names his daughter. Had a daughter named Marin, but I don't think <laughs> it had anything to do with that because Toriyama made Marin, like his daughter Marin. Mm-hmm. I never realized that. Yeah, it's it's really weird because he fucked fucking... his daughter. Krillin's daughter's name after daughter? one of his ex-girlfriends. The two names are the same in English, but they're pronounced differently in Japanese. Okay, I mean, they're never mind. That makes sense. Sorry. Very, very slightly differently. The daughter has two yes. daughters. The girlfriend this has one. This is referenced in Dragon Ball Super, where Android 17 mistakenly pronounces Marin as Marin, which makes Android 18 upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that now. I remember seeing that. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, but my last thing that I want to add in here real quick. I'm sorry. That's um, okay. If there's one, another piece of filler that they should add. Remember the training episodes from the Saiyan Saga? Like where they went into like the time yes. chamber or whatever. Not the no, hyperbolic no, time no. chamber, but like the it was it was a different area Popo's that sent them into like a past a plane of Vegeta and they fought those Saiyans or whatever. Yes, yeah, I remember the, that. Yeah. Tien, Krillin, Yamcha... Yadro before whatever Yadro fucking reason. reason. Yeah, Popo's training hole. They, they basically dropped... They, okay, What's so the what happened is... Training? They all were... Exactly. You, you know, you, you, he dropped them into his butthole. And they were miserable. They died hundreds of times. I want the filler where, Go, where Piccolo basically abuses Gohan. <laughs> for like a... For That's like, every episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I don't think that was filler. I know it wasn't, but... <laughs> I just think um, that was actually in the manga. He just basically abused abused him, and it's like, all right, you have to survive alone. They, they should, however, have the filler. Remember the episode where Gohan met with the homeless children? Oh my god! <laughs> they should add that. Saiyan Saga filler was the best. Anyway, I'm done. It was something, all right? All right. Well, now that we're done filling the podcast with filler, <laughs> it's time to. Uh... Take a break, and then Phil we'll be Jordan back to talk about. Whoa! What the <laughs> Whoa, fuck? Whoa! Sweet, up to? nice. All right, welcome back, folks. Took our break, and now it's time to talk about what the fuck we've been up to. And as usual, I'll start us off. So, I played some four to six. On my eh, Xbox on console. I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm having a seizure. So, so I saw the um, I saw that Forza Six, I believe, was added to 
Xbox games of gold or whatever for free. And I was like, well, this is just as good a time as any to go ahead and take advantage of the dollar for the Game Pass Ultimate thing for a month of that. Because I really, really, really just at that moment wanted to play Forza. And as, and not just the, the Horizon series. I wanted to play like The Sim. Like I want to play Forza, Forza, like Gran Turismo type shit. And I it took a day to install, sadly, but yeah, it it downloaded slow. Their servers are shit. Um, but it it plays you know great so far. I was actually been uh, recording the gameplay of me playing through like campaign stuff, so I could use it as footage to put um, with the podcast if I ever get to uploading it to YouTube one day. Because I want to put game silent gameplay in the background with it, and that, you know, that would help participate towards that. But I gotta say, I really like the game. It plays great. Um, first car, first set of races, or whatever. It you know, just get, kind of gives you a car, and you just use that. Um, it saw that I played other Forza games, so it gave me like ten cars right off the bat, which was cool. Um, and of course, the game is old as well. So I mean, just you know, Forza Six has been out for a while. Um, the game, you know, looks great, plays great. Um, I really wish I could use my uh, 360 racing wheel with it because that that works so well, but not doesn't work on the Xbox One, sadly. But yeah, the game is great. I I really like it. Um, I'm actually looking forward to playing more of it. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I went on another night fishing trip with my nephew Colin. Uh, dropped a name there. I probably need to blur. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if I need to fucking blur it. It's just a fucking name. I haven't. I've avoided it, and I didn't think about it there for some reason. But I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think he's gonna care. Um, I can I can bleep it out though. But anyways, yeah. Um, we went on another night fishing trip, and honestly, it just it doesn't get old. It is just so unbelievably peaceful and relaxing. Like. Having something about being out on a big body of water, calm, still water, in a boat, you know, having the freedom to do what you want. You got, we can move around wherever we want on a lake. Um, and it's not like a gigantic lake or nothing, but it's, you know, a, a pond. It's a big pond type deal. And it's just having a cooler full of drinks and food and all that shit. Like, you know, this time he got us some Domino's uh, sandwiches because he'd ordered Domino's and he was like, fuck it, I'll get some sandwiches. And we had some Italian uh, sandwiches. And, of course, they weren't hot. Um, we had them cold, but it tasted fine still. Now, that was a good change-up from the normal turkey and cheese sandwiches that I make us or something. But you know, it's just something about having everything you need out there. We're sitting there in that boat, have our rods casted out fishing. We have a lantern hanging up between us for light. We turn it on whenever we need it. It has two light settings. We have a big ass woodwick citronella candle sitting in between the two of us on on the top of the boat, kinda. I don't know about that, chief. I I I don't know about that, chief. No, thank you. No. But we have a, a, a fucking a citronella candle there that keeps all the bugs off of us, so we don't gotta spray the stuff all over us and you know have that shit burn your skin. It just everything is set up so we have everything set up so perfectly and so comfortably. It's like. The lead up to it is a good amount of work, you know, getting there and unloading the boat and getting the cooler in there. Everything is heavy to carry, all that shit, but it's so worth it. Sit out there with a few beers, 
couple Red Bulls, some food, some Gatorade, whatever the fuck. And just stay up the whole night and fish. Take a nap over the day. Yes. Worms. We use worms primarily because the cat. there's a lot of catfish in this pond. And the catfish love worms. Like they love the little wigglers. And this time we actually caught uh, like I think five fish in total. Uh, all catfish. Um, it was, no, it's a catch and release but you know, whatever. Still going to catch and release because we don't really have a reason to keep them. But, well, you're not wrong. But yeah, that fishing trip was great. We we definitely enjoyed that. And it seems like we're sticking with the schedule of like every other week doing it, give or take, you know, stuff gets in the way. But definitely enjoying that. Um, besides that, yesterday, as of recording this, um, I spent Sunday working on my car. And the reason was, I, it, my car has been running hot for the past six months. Off and on, it'll just, like, run hot for no real reason that I can to tell. To be fair, in the last and, few months, since summer started, it has been extremely hot to begin with. Yeah, I mean, we're having a much hotter than normal summer for Houston. Normally, we don't get over 100 temperatures on a consistent basis like that, but we've been. But that still shouldn't, you know, affect it terribly unless I'm out driving all day. Um, Short trips, running errands, it shouldn't affect it too much. Because normally, when it's cooling properly, my temperature gauge doesn't go past halfway. It stays at halfway like it's supposed to, which is around, I think, 180 degrees Fahrenheit, something like that. But it's just off and on been running hot. Some days it works fine. Some days it tends to run warmer. Whatever. The temperature gauge just climbs up. Well, Saturday when I was running some errands, I almost overheated. I came very, very, very close to overheating. And a couple of other instances have taken place where I almost overheated. Uh, but, like, nowhere near as close as this. But... Even as far back as uh, the recent Retropalooza trip, driving around town from uh, from here to Pasadena, I almost overheated while we were out doing that shit, and it wound up being the same issue this whole time, which was one of the two cooling fans for the radiator weren't kicking on. Like, one of them just wasn't turning on. And to, to shorten the story so I don't go on forever, one... The wiring burnt up for it. We spent all of Sunday troubleshooting, trying to figure it out. We installed a new fan, and the the right fan still wouldn't spin up. And after you know doing inspection, we found out that the the wires were burnt, and we had to cut and replace the wires and all that shit. And after that, is it's working fine now. Um, I'd replaced the cooling fan like two years ago. And at that time, also replaced the wire connectors for the fan. So we'd have fresh new wire connectors on there. But the the splicers that I used were cheap, I guess, and couldn't hold that heat or something. I don't know. But they melted and just caused a bad connection. So now that's fixed. Now my car is running very cool. I'm running better now because of that. And uh, I just feel bad that I've been making it run like this through... What, over half of this summer? I feel, I feel bad for it. You know, poor little car doesn't deserve it. After everything we've been through. I've had this car for almost eight years now, I think. 
that was a realization that I had recently was I've only been driving it for about six, maybe five or six years, but I've had it for like eight years almost. So it was crazy. But got that done. Car's running good. Right after I finished with that, I got, I sat down after I took my shower, got on my computer and opened up Facebook because I always go and check through Facebook Marketplace. It's just, at this point, it's like uh, my other social medias. I check it just as often as I do Twitter and whatnot just for the hell of it. Like I'm bored, I scroll through it. And of course, that's how I find deals on stuff. I'm just looking. And I saw this really nice car poster for sale uh, for a very good price. It was a 1999 uh, Mercury Grand Marquis, uh, GS, I think, or LS, the top of the line model, you know, all the, all the bells and whistles attached to it. And it only had 79,000 miles on it. So it was very low mileage, super clean inside out, all that stuff. Pictures looked like they were taken in someone's driveway. So it, you know, appeared to be an individual seller. Just, they, they said there was one owner, clean title, all that shit. And they only wanted 3,200 bucks for it. And I don't know about you, but 3200 bucks for a car with under 100,000 miles and it being a luxury car on top of that, that, and, and on top of, on top of that, I also like these cars in general. They have a, a, a 4.8, I think is a 4.8 liter Ford V8 engine in there, which is a very, you know, durable, long lasting engine and transmission paired up with that is very good as well. So I know these cars specifically are very good. So that that's a very good price. Well, that wound up kind of falling through. I I'm, I went ahead and messaged him, and we were gonna you know think about checking it out. I was gonna go out and check it out today. Um, and it wound up kind of falling through because after I looked up looked a bit more into it and got their address, it wasn't an individual seller. It turned out to be some shady Mexican auto dealer. Uh, like 20 minutes away from me. And if you go and look on the on Google Maps, use the satellite image stuff, you can just see it's just a big dirt parking lot full of cars and a little shitty building. And it's like, if I was buying this from the original owner of the car, you know, that would be, that would be the ideal situation. That's what I would want. I'd pay the original owner 3200 bucks for the car because I'd, could talk to them about its history. I could find out how it was driven, you know, what it was used for. A random dealer like this, uh, one, it's shady with the situation with where it's at, with what it looks like. But two, there's no history to it. The, the guy's just going to come up and be like, oh, you want to buy the car? Buy the car. And he's not even going to hardly speak English because I know the area. I know the people that are going to run it. They don't, they're not going to speak much English. They, they just, you know, come by the car. If you want a car, come by the car. And that, that just I didn't sit well with me. The dishonesty of the, the post as well. Taking the images in someone's driveway or in their own driveway, making it look like you're an individual seller, but then you finally go to find out and meet up about it. You're a fucking auto dealer. That, that's, that's misleading. Like, why would you... Why would someone want to buy a car from you if you're going to mislead them right off the bat? There's something shady going on. At least, that implies something shady going on. It's It just made me uneasy. I just said, fuck it. Not worth any of the hassle. I, I was prepared to look at a car from an individual person. Not from a 
used car salesman. Because fuck that. So, that was my day today, figuring that out. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and I got those tires installed that I bought last week. So, those are nice. But, yeah, besides that, uh, that, that that's all I've been up to this past week. How about you, Ben? I'm playing with my pee-pee. Ben has been playing with his pee-pee. No, um, but real talk. GTA Online with with these guys. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. We we do that um, still. We did Arena War last night. And that was fucking phenomenally fun. Um, just, it's, it's a bunch of vehicular-based um, kind of like deathmatch modes. Um, they actually put it in around the time that like stuff like Fortnite, Player Unknowns, Battlegrounds, and stuff like that was getting popular. It's basically their own version of it. Um, and and just insanely fun. Like just being able to like have these like fully armored up vehicles and shit, and just wreck into each other at full speed, or you know, lead someone into a booby trap. Or, you know, man, man the fucking gun tower and start shooting at people. That and, like, some of the races are really fun where it's like, you know, they're throwing obstacles in the way and shit like that. Um, it's like Mad Max Mario Kart in a way. I guess it's the closest thing I can compare the races to. Um, then you have Bomb Ball, which is like, it's close. The closest thing you can compare it to is Rocket League. Um, except the scoring system is very different. It's largely dependent on how many bombs you have on your side of the field. You can score goals with them, and that will help you much more in the long run, but you also want to make sure that you have as many of the bombs on your side of the field as you can. Um, and that's just insanely fun, because like you've got like obstacles in that, in that mode as well. That and just you're still like wrecking into each other at full speed, you know, having each other flip up into the air and like spin around, potentially blow terrible. up the cars. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredibly fun. I actually can't wait to play more of it. It's going to be fun. Um it's not it, it, as good money-wise as I think we were expecting because the reason we were playing it um was because Patrick was wanting to grind money and was hoping it'd be a good fast way. Uh, if I remember correctly, um, I think it was also offering double RP and XP yeah, or something like that for those. It was doubling. It was yeah. offering double RP and rewards for I don't know how long. So as good as a time as any to, you know, try it out. Yeah, I mean, and it we, was worth we, it. we probably wouldn't have tried it out if it wasn't for that. I'm but, glad we did. I, I forgot to put it in my stuff, but I'm glad we did. That that's that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think what I think Jordan and I both made about fifty thousand a piece off it. No, you and I made about a hundred and twenty each and Patrick and Vinny or at least Patrick made I think sixty thousand or fifty thousand because he kept getting disconnected. Okay. But uh yeah, GTA's been fun. Hopefully we'll set up a new heist soon. Be fun. Uh, Dad and I went back to Yakuza 6 for, like, the first time in a year. I I still remember exactly where I'm at. Like, the last thing that happened was certain people got kind of kidnapped. And, yeah, and, and then we were taking, like, the uh, 
uh, you know what? I'm not going to give spoilers. I know it's a year old game, but I don't want to give spoilers. But I still remember where I'm at. I just got back to Kamarocho. It's like chapter seven or whatever, chapter eight. Um, and yeah, shit, shit is starting to go down. Shit is starting to go down further than what it was already going down. Um, uh, still greatly enjoying the combat. Like, I'm not really going to comment too much on, like, the combat gameplay because I just talked about Judgment a couple months ago. It's really no different than Judgment. It's the same studio. It's the same gameplay. Um, I am kind of liking some of the Troubler missions, though, that are popping up. Uh, what Troubler is, it's, like, an in-game app. And and what they what what it does is it like sends you like crimes or stuff happening around the city that you can go and take care of. Like I believe the first one that they send you um, early in the game is, "Hey, go find my bomb that I set up and defuse it, or else it blows up and everybody in Camarocho, this area of Camarocho, dies or something like that." Um, the ones that I kind of came across this playthrough around is like, "Oh, hey, there are these people that are like." That, like, there are these people that are harassing these two couples or this couple or whatever. You know, go deal with it and beat them up. Oh, there are these people that are harassing this guy in this area for money. Go beat them up. Um, it was kind of just stuff that I stumbled across. Um, but yeah, th those are kind of, like, fun little side missions. Um, that and still having, like, the New Japan crossover stuff just kind of pop up every now and then is uh, has also been a little fun. But, uh... Yeah, Yakuza 6, still a great game. Very good stuff. Yeah. Well, if Vinny's not asleep, what's he been up to? Uh. Were you asleep, Vinny? No, I was not. I was talking to Stats Guy. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. All right, so I was just fuck zoned Stats out. Stats Guy. I hope he hears... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't even so, know Stats Guy. Obviously, we've been playing GTA and yada yada. Um... The other day, me and my sister, we went for a walk. There are a couple of houses around here that have I'm these... I'm so sorry. That have these um little box things with doors, glass doors, that she calls sort of libraries. Um, but we're able to just grab books that they have and go with them. They don't expect them returned. Uh, so one of the things that was there was one of the Avatar The Last Airbender comics. And I scooped that up right away. <laughs> I was really excited to get that. And for free, too. It was great. Um, the comic is one featuring Ty Lee and Toph. Um where Ty Lee um, actually goes back to the circus that she came from and uh, spends time with her sisters who had ended up following her to the circus after she left. Um, and it's just a short little story. It was neat. Uh, the other thing stuff that I've been doing uh I so this paycheck this most recent paycheck I ordered a few things from Amazon I got one of them it's working good uh but the other thing that I got I was ordering myself a selfie stick tripod thing 
and when I ordered it on Friday, it came in on Sunday, but it was not the right one. What they ended up sending me was a, a similar but shittier thing. <laughs> Question, was it Amazon directly or was it another seller fulfilled by Amazon? Seller fulfilled by Amazon. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. Still, though. That's shitty. There, I sent the pictures to Jordan. Jordan, can you send the pictures to the podcast group? I can think about it. So here's what he got. And here is what he was supposed to get. The one in the picture has a quarter-inch screw so I'd be able to attach my mic. It has a 360-degree um, swivel thing, so you could turn your phone freely. The holder looks like it'll actually hold it in the picture on the listing, but the one on the uh, one that was actually sent looks like it just kind of holds it on the bottom. It does not look like it's going to hold it very well at all. So I'm just, I think I'm just returning it. It just fucking pissed me off. And then, uh, so the other thing that I needed, the other things that I ordered were um, a little adapter because cell phones are stupid. And if you try to use an external microphone, it'll only have two rings on the 3.5 millimeter thing. And your phone will read that as just being a pair of headphones, not as being a microphone. So I had to get an adapter thing to give it the third ring and make the phone realize, oh, hey, he's trying to use a microphone. I never realized that was actually the issue with those type of things. I never paid attention to the headphone jack, like the actual plug or the the, the plug-in. Yeah, cell I phones have just are learned stupid. this as well. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I know about that in general, but I like I didn't realize that was the issue when that didn't happen. Like It was like, oh. Has a third ring on there, a third contact ring. Yeah. For, you know, one for the for each headphone, and then one for mic. That makes sense for it to have three. I just I never thought about that. I never checked that. <laughs> yeah. So I've been using the external microphone, but I was expecting to get the selfie stick that I ordered. So I'm stuck either using the onboard mic on my phone again, or having to hold the phone in one hand, the mic in the other. Which is inconvenient. Very yeah. inconvenient. And uncomfortable. Yeah. But at least I got the game that I ordered. I ordered Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm seven hours into the game, I think. And I'm s I don't know how many parts there are, but I'm in part one, chapter three. Um Yeah. It's 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 fun. Uh, I think the thing I like the most is the fact that you can wander around the uh, the monastery without. Um, it's like the next evolution of the uh, the. Oh, what is it called in Fates? The uh, the thing that you can customize and shit. Uh, but that was just two D. I think it may have even been sprites. Um, Vinny, you don't know what you're talking about anymore. I know what I'm talking about. I don't know how to describe it. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. 
But it's um, lost for which memory. obviously means you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> in Fates, there's this, or you travel to another dimension through dragon veins. Uh, world? Uh, and it's like a a base type thing that you have. You can fully customize. You can find your units there, etc. And in Three Houses, you have the monastery, which is fairly similar to that, but in 3D space, and everything has a set location. So it it's it's neat. Um, and I'm enjoying the game. Uh, and I don't know if I talked about this last time I was here, but Danganronpa 2 is fun. Um, I mentioned your stuff last week in brief passing, and then, and then promptly said, fuck you, Vinny, because you crashed the, uh, crashed the, uh, the helicopter that last week. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it looked like it landed fine. It's but, okay, uh, we gave you enough shit in that episode. You weren't there, but I'm sure you felt it. <laughs> I More specifically, I gave you a lot of shit. Finished up the second trial and made it into chapter three. Started exploring the third island and got one of the uh, bonus scenes for having the optional key items, which is fun. So, yeah. I haven't really been doing much because of work, so. Patrick, what have you been up to? Posting shit in the chat? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw Ben hasn't even seen yet. He's no, just I so saw. zoned out. I no, no, I'm forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I'm glad you saw it, Ben. We all witnessed Shrek's fucking penis. <laughs> yes, Patrick posted Shrek's penis in the chat. So besides, you know, onionating yourself. Onionating. I'm playing a little bit of a GTA Online. I keep I log in every day and do my spins, get my chips that. He's, uh, people don't do here. <laughs> Helps me get money, get XP real quick. I did get mystery once, and it was a complete waste. Wow. It was. It just gave me full sniper ammo, and that was it. That's dumb. See, and- I, I, I've spun, I try to spin the wheel every time I get on there. And I got a car once. Luckily, once. I got RP like three or four times in a row, and then now I'm just getting money. Which I'm not going to complain about any of those. Yeah, but you're supposed to, you should do it daily, so it really helps. I typically do it daily, but I've been messing up a couple of days. I've been playing more Pokemon Red on my uh, Visual Boy Advance. What the fuck? So I've been doing that. It's been uh, been going through it, trying not trying to do some stuff here and there at night, trying to drag it out for as long as I can, because I know I need. I know it only goes up to. Gen 3 was the last Game Boy Advance, and then DS was like 4 onward. I'm trying to drag it out because I need to download a DS emulator by the time I get up there. Thankfully, the DS emulator isn't bad. Yeah, but, try, but I need to download it because I never really right. mess with it. You can only have yeah. one screen, it might suck. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Probably not. The emulator isn't very big. You can make it like small and compact and easy to use. Alright, so I think the last what I did last night is I beat the Silfco Tower and got Rocket out of there, and I battled Sabrina. I think was the psychic 
Jim. Yes, like, that is correct. Yeah. So I did that. My team right now consists of Bowser, Ermac, Shenron, Bloodwing, fuck are you? Rhino, and Rob Van Dam. That's what my team consists of, and I'm not I'm re not really sure if I'm using my Bloodwings, my Pidgeotto as my final, but everyone else I want to use as my final, because my Bowser is my, which is now a Charizard, thankfully. My Ermac is my Kadabra, which I want to fucking Alakazam, but you have to trade for that, and I'm not going to set up two emulators and do that garbage, so I have to settle for a Kadabra. My Rhino is my Needle King, who's uh, doing me pretty well. My Shenron is Gyarados, <laughs> and then Rob Van Dam is my Hitmonlee. So I'll, my sixth one, I either need like, I'm pretty sure I just need like a like a flying type, but I'm not sure if I want to use Pidgeotto for for it or not. I just have to look around more. Um, if you do want to turn the Kadabra into an Alakazam, just send me the save file and I can get it for you real quick. It'll oh. take me two minutes tops. We'll have the same moves and stats and mm -hmm. everything. Uh, it'll yeah, have it'll the higher stats because your... it's evolved, but okay. it'll, it'll be otherwise taking everything your thing will be the same. and evolving it and then putting it back in for you. Because that's all I want. I just want it now because I am. And then, oh, yeah, I did uh, fight off that Snorlax, which was like the biggest pain to catch. Because I only had like five Great Balls, and trying to catch it was a bitch. So I had to like restart the emulator by like 30 Great Balls. Went there, fought him. He was paying the ass, and I got him down to sliver health. And then threw just one great ball and caught him. I was like, oh, cool. I waste all this money on great balls, and then I just catch them on one go. So that was fun. I caught him, and then I named him Sloppy Joe. You named him Sloppy Joe? Yeah, I named Snorlax Sloppy Joe. Alright. I understand not all men are created equal. But Senior Joe has got to go. He's a fat son of a bitch. That fat song bitch. I'm surprised you didn't He's name fat. it. I'm surprised you didn't name it Jordan because so that's my rival. Wow. His rival's name. I'm just saying because Jordan has been a Snorlax for years. Yeah, but I don't think Patrick really knew about that because he didn't play the Pokemon stuff. Well, I knew about Snorlax a while, but I just want to name him Sloppy Joe because he's fat. Fair enough. He's fat. I'm the rival. It's okay. Patrick will beat the shit out of me regardless. Yeah. It's the most, you know, the most uh, accurate thing to do. Throw his luggage at me, beat the shit out of the his rival in game. Same difference. So I've been enjoying that, and then I've also been on my PlayStation 2 emulator. been playing quite a bit of NFL Street 3. And uh, it's, it's it feels like it's a weird, kind of incomplete game. There's not really much to it. Like, you, you can tell that the series was not doing well. It's the last in the series. Man, it's kind of a bad one to leave off on. Because, uh... People say 2 is usually the best one, which I can see why. Either 1 or 2 are usually better. 3 is, like, kind of the Black Sheep's not really a good one. Like, but it has some interesting elements that I like that the other two don't. Like, you can have, like, up to, like, 52 different footballs you can use. Like, you can use the classic from the first one, or you can use a spe specific team one, or you can use, like, like other designs, like ones like a Black Widow, a pencil, a barrel, a baseball, just interesting designs, which 
spices up, but you can that barely tell. That actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I like that type of customization options. Yeah, but the and the way you just get is, is like if you battle like against like an NFL team and just has like the football icon, all you do is just like jump into it and then you collect it. And there's other interesting game modes like where you can either just play like a regular football up to like however much you want, or you can do like defensive scoring, bank system, where the more style points you get, the the more you get the certain amount you win. And then you have yards where you just play until who gets the tell a certain amount of yards like if you reach 250 yards first you win and so on and so forth there's interesting modes like that but i will say the character customization is not very good i think the first game had the best characterized customization because it's easier to tell which stats are how far up they are because it's color coded while in two and three they're just like this orange bar because in the first game, like, the lowest low is, like, orange. And it gets up to yellow. It gets up to light green. Then dark green. And then once you max it out, it's blue. It's, like, a dot, like, bright blue at the end. So it's easier to tell how far you've gone compared to the other ones where I always have to check how, how much it has. Plus, you can also get, like, gear and do challenges to unlock uh, gear to increase your stats. Which is also a nice thing from 1. I'm not sure if 2 has it. I haven't played that much of it. Quite beaten it, but I just don't remember I think it might, but I could be wrong. But at least in the second and third one, you can use actual NFL jerseys on your players, so that's nice. For some reason, my emulator has trouble running it. I like it only runs at like sometimes like 45 frames a second or 55, but the game's like kind of not really demanding of it. Like you can hardly, I can somewhat tell the difference, but it's still playable regardless because it's not really the game that really needs to be very high up because it's kind of meh the other two games i absolutely need 60 frames because it's yeah i just think uh one has better customization two has introduced a lot of things that made it great and three just kind of felt like a black sheep and it's like eh. i'm almost done but i'm pretty close to being done with it so probably move up move on to two other than that i believe that's all i've been doing besides work Oh, so I've been playing well, that. I mean, yeah, that's kind of a given. You're always working. Yeah, that's uh, well, well. all I could really say I've been doing. All right. Well, I guess that. that's uh, if that's it, then I would like to thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed. Uh, I do have some like news. To... Oh, do you? Well, then never mind. That's not the end of the podcast. Fuck you, Ben. This is my last episode. Good, finally. Get out of here. Fuck off. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, after a long consideration, decided. Hey, you fucking hate this guy. I had nothing to follow up. I don't know why I talked to you. Never mind. Just cut that part out. Just cut that part out. <laughs> uh, uh, God, no, I'm leaving it in now because of how terrible it was. And it's staying in because it was that terrible. That's yeah, you guys fair. fuck. You know you guys fucking assholes. I don't know why I talk to you guys. I just fucking hate, hate you guys. You. you guys are assholes. You know that? Oh my god, that should have been my reasoning. Oh my. What did ben, you say? Ben, you're stupid. I didn't hear. I should have said, after long and hard consideration, I'm leaving the, the podcast because you guys are fucking assholes. I fucking hate you guys. That's what I should have said. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up with Ben being a Son complete and utter bitch. idiot. <laughs> 
I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Lackadaisical Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. If you would like to find us on Twitter, uh, the links are in the description below. Um, I am at Giselle Toad. You can find Ben at VidSigma. You can find Vinny at VinnyPlaysVlogs. Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. And if you would like to check out the official Twitter for the Lackadaisical Podcast, it is at Lackadaisicast, and that is spelled L-A-C-K-A-D-A-I-S-I-C-A-S-T. DMs are open, slide right in, shoot us some suggestions for topics, and let us know if there's anything we should change. And we will see you guys next week for episode 40.